Hi, this is Ben Thorpe, Associate Research Editor with Farm Equipment. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Farm Equipment Clips. In, in this episode, I sat down with Dawn Equipment CEO Joe Bassett to discuss how he sees private company stores fitting into the future of Dawn's distribution network. Is this new, is the five-year plan, is the new factory and the new, a new uh, angle you have planned for Dawn, is that going to impact your dealer network at all? What do they need to know about this? Dawn doesn't... Our dealers over the past decade have, <clears throat> have essentially been John Deere dealers, largely. I mean, we have a few extremely good independent dealers, but the 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 run of the mill bread and butter type of like planter attachment business is in the deer deer dealer network and that's not going to change we're going to continue to sell those products continue to support those dealers do you have any plans for kind of focusing on a dealer network expansion do you think with this new shift toward larger oem products you're going to have to change up how you, which dealers you work with at all or is it going to stay pretty much the same this is the million dollar question, literally the million dollar question, uh, the, the, the $10 million question. Um, I believe it is more likely that we will pursue a model more like what Tesla is doing than what Deere or Kinsey is doing. Hmm. You're thinking so like, Per, like private stores from you guys with your own techs and, and part sales and everything? Yeah. Building out that distribution model is really hard. I mean, it's, it's hard even for, for established large, large companies like Kinsey. Um, at the same time, um, the, the technology is actually changing. I think that telemetry is going to vastly change the relationship between manufacturers and end users. Like just last night, for instance, um, we were, you know, we have our, our new planter control systems are by default um, telematics enabled with a SIM card installed in them. Okay. Well, I was just like looking over, one of my customers started planting in Texas. I saw he turned on. And so I checked in on his system. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, things are looking pretty good here. Check over settings. Oh, I think that maybe one of your rows, maybe um, look at this. Let's be let's be sure that he's got a, a spare component on hand because maybe there's a, a, a weak component on one of the row units. Um, I can basically, using technology, support that end user vastly better. I can actually predict a problem that he's going to have before he has it and you know have that relationship like uh our ipad based control system for the planter is actually they're going to be putting a like a chat bot like we have on our website mm -hmm. that's going to be built into the tablet so wow. like if they want support they're they actually directly interface with us via a chat bot that's built into their system but all of that is enabled by the telematics. Hmm. It's all enabled by mobile data. Okay. So pervasive mobile data is actually going to change the way the farm equipment industry works. You know, it's like, you don't need a guy to, uh, or last fall, um, sold a, a product up in Canada. 
and um, the uh, the dealer, you know, told me, oh, you know, it's taking lots of power to pull. And uh, and I was like, you know, it doesn't sound right. So so he turns it on. I look at it, and I and I can look at it for one second and be like, look, man, you've got two hydraulic hoses connected backwards here. This thing is <laughs> it's not connected. Right. Five years ago, you would have driven to Ontario to discover a problem that would have taken five minutes to fix, right? And 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 look at the cost and the everything that goes into that. That's all going to change. Um, okay. Am I ready to come out and say I I'm not ready to come out and say oh there isn't a dealer model for us or there won't be a dealer model for us. I don't know what it is. And the one thing I can guarantee you is that the 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 storefronts at the local red or green retailer are not going to be open to us with these product lines. Hmm. So we these are product lines that are competitive product lines that we will not be sold through the types of dealers that we've been selling our attachment products. And therefore it will force us to figure something else out. So, so you, I, so you see the telematics as part of the stepping stone to the Tesla private model. Sorry. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a critical element. If you don't have the real time machine data uh, integration like that, you, 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 it, it lets you, right? Like think about how it works right now. Um, the dealers have to be very local because they're very connected to the um, customer and they can be there to like support it, right? Um, customers have an expectation of very low downtime. So you have to be able to provide not only the support, the parts, uh, there's a whole bunch of things like there will have to be some type of regional support where at the end of the day, somebody can come out and turn a wrench on something. Mm. Um, but does it have to look like a traditional bricks and mortar dealer? No, we companies, we don't have the time or the resources to build that. Right. So that that's just off the table and we don't have, and we don't have the, the, the line, you know, it's not a full line. It's going to be a good line, two very big, important pieces that are very smart, high precision, high efficiency pieces, but it's not a full line. Right. And, and it's also competing in markets where the majors have products. So what do you do? Right. Um, Hmm. You you try and do something sort of like Kinsey, I I don't think I don't know that that I don't think that there are the dealers out there to do that for us, right? Yeah. Like traditionally, a Kinsey dealer, even today, a lot of Kinsey dealers are case dealers, right? Right. I wonder what percentage of Kinsey dealers are case dealers. What are some? Do you have any more thoughts you can share with me? Have you have you started working on this idea at all? Have you kind of laid out any plans, or is this still just kind of a negative thought? What I'm thinking of doing is taking a disciplined approach. First of all, never selling a product that you're not in a position to support. Okay, so having a regional location. Here's my dream. Right. Like I drive around 
the countryside in the United States. And I see all of these like smaller communities that are really underinvested and sort of um, shrinking in a way. I would almost like to do like take a storefront in a town which is sort of lacking for investment, but in key markets and open an actual storefront in somebody's downtown. Yeah. Which is acts as like a showroom where you can come in and interact with the products, but it also acts as a place where we're going to store some parts, store some critical parts and keep some stuff like that. And then that person that works there will be like somebody who can, you can have a sales conversation with, or that's a person that could go out and like swap a part on something or, or perform a, a service request if it all comes down to. So you have that sort of thinner, a thinner sales and thinner support system that's bolstered by remote support and diagnostics on the, the telematics. Okay. How theory. when do you see this kind of model being realistic for you guys? I could see within two years opening our first location. That's all for this episode of Farm Equipment Clips. Thanks for joining us.